Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners. The hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So, Jason Dedeker, how are y'all doing today? Oh, man. It's like, uh, what a day. This is my last Drunk Bible Study. Oh, oh no, yeah. sorry. This is my second to last Drunk Bible Study before <laughs> I come back to the States. Yes, that's uh, the one. Wow. Well, how about you, Jace? How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. It's actually been quite warm here in Seattle uh for the last little bit for the last couple days so yeah i'm i'm well, sweating what's warm nice. for seattle what's warm for there uh that's a good question uh i mean i suppose it's you know like in the in the 80s i would say oh, that's warm yeah, yeah. no that's it's great. legit warm lovely, lovely. Yeah. my mom's dealing nice. with like a hundred or some or yeah around like a hundred hundred three right so. Jeez, that's ridiculous yeah that's, yeah. that's ridiculous that's a yeah. whole sure different world but i'm excited to be here and excited to read more of this story because we're getting to like David's rise to power. Emily, do you remember Ooh. what happened last time? I remember that he acquired a new lady. Um, what else? There were men peeing on walls. <laughs> there were and those who piss, piss up against the wall. You got to say the whole proper phrase. Yes, right. that's the one. Right. And then what else happened? I don't know. That was mo- that, those were the exciting things. Oh, perfect. Well, there's now Nabal. The whole thing with Nabal. You know? Yes, Nabal died, or maybe Abigail poisoned him. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We're speculating mm-hmm. here. Um, and yeah, he acquired that wife. And then also his old wife got taken away from him. Yeah. Sad. Sad She's time. gone. Take yeah, Mi- Michal. Yeah, she was given yeah, to someone Michal. else. Yeah, you know what? I looked up a little bit about that name, and apparently it's actually right now in Israel a super popular girl's name. Is oh, really? Michal. really? Yeah, like a quite common female name. And it's interesting because in other languages, Michal, that gets Romanized the same way, like when it's written in our alphabet, is written the same, is like in, um, uh, what was what was the example? Now I'm blanking on it. Uh, I think it's in Russian, for example, like that's oh. their version of Michael. So it's, it's a male name, but they kind of pointed out, it's like, well, this is the same way that like in French, Michel is the or French Camille. version of the name Michael, uh. as opposed to us thinking of Michel being a woman's name. So anyway, it's just kind of like Michal and Michal are two totally separate names. One that's a female Hebrew name and the other that's a male Latin based name. So yeah. Right. Ooh, what is it that you're drinking right now, Emily? I am having a lovely uh, watermelon margarita. I had mm. some watermelon lemonade, just added a little bit of lime juice to that, and then, yeah, some oh, Contro great. and tequila. It's very good. Oh, that sounds great. Heck yes. That's very refreshing and Half nice. Half rim of yeah. salt. It's lovely. Yeah. How about wow. you, Jace? Uh, so I am drinking a Sky Kraken IPA. I mostly oh. bought it for the name, to be honest. Sky Kraken? Uh, 
sky kraken like, like a kraken but in the sky as opposed to the yeah. sea okay, yeah exactly cool. so it's on it there's a picture of you know a giant sort of squid like kraken creature wrapping its tentacles around uh, an airship like around a d- dirigible now uh, i mean that does prompt the question is a kraken more terrifying in the sea or flying through the air Hmm. I want to say the air is more terrifying because it can get to you anywhere. See, That's for me, true. It's, it's all kind of relative. If I'm in the sea, the Kraken's more ter- terrifying in the sea. If I'm in the air, the Kraken's more terrifying in the air. Well, well sure. It all depends land. relative to but where if you're, I am. If you're on <laughs> land, though. <laughs> I suppose if I'm on land and there's a kraken about, I am hiding under my bed. Yeah, if he's like flying around up there <laughs> in the sea, he's you know he's has to stay in the sea because of gills and stuff. I'm assuming. I'm pretty he's sure gills. The, yeah, I, yeah. I do feel like. Also, I will say I travel a lot more by air than by sea. I mean, not recently, but in general. That's true. <laughs> You know, yeah, something in that general, could grab a... I, I don't want to add that to the list of flying anxieties. Exactly. No, yeah. you're absolutely right. So yeah. I think we've decided flying Kraken is scarier. <laughs> I'm just kind of having a boring uh, uh, Australian Cooper's pale ale beer. It's pretty standard. Um, I had a much more exciting drink last night, which was when mm. I made a vodka martini and I took wow. a page out of my aunt's book. My aunt likes to make vodka martinis by taking a green olive and then stuffing it with blue cheese, like really nice blue cheese oh. and then popping that in the martini. It's not something I would ever do clearly. Yeah. I mean, do they make vegan blue cheese? Is that a thing, Emily? I've never seen vegan blue cheese. I've seen vegan cheese and some of it is delightful, but I tend to do my martinis with uh, garlic stuffed olives. Mm, that also sounds oh, good. That, that's yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, that's almost about the same. You kind of get that like salty umami ish kind of totally. flavor that imbues the martini. It's real nice. So yeah. uh, that was what I had last night. And today I'm I'm drinking that off with a beer. <laughs> good, good. Well, hair of the dog. That's good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Indeed. <laughs> All right. What are we reading today? Oh, I guess it's right at the top here. Here it is. First Samuel twenty eight to thirty one. How lovely. Yeah. It's nice that it's just in front of my face now. I can see it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So today we're going to be reading 1 Samuel 28 through 31. You can go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash read and read along with us if you would like. Um, so as we get started, we want to remind everyone to both read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, 1 Samuel 28. It happened in those days that the Philistines gathered their hosts together for warfare to fight with Israel. Ahish said to David, Know you assuredly that you shall go out with me and the host, you and your men. David said to Ahish, Therefore you shall know what your servant will do. Right, I just remembered now that what we read last week is that David is kind of in cahoots with the Philistines and pretending to raid Hebrew settlements, but he's actually raiding the Philistine settlements that are on his, his hit list. Right? Okay, so yeah. Achish is a Philistine king? Is that it what happened? Seems that way, yeah. That he's the one so, who gave yes. David this town, and he thinks that David has made an enemy of himself uh, of, with the Hebrews because he's been raiding their towns, even though he hasn't been. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. glad That's we recapped good. that. 
Definitely, because <laughs> miss that amongst like all the wives leaving and coming and all that. So. Right, and peeing on <laughs> yeah. walls, yeah. Yeah, all that too. Um, so what is this? Therefore you shall know what your servant will do. Achish said to David, therefore, therefore I will make you keeper of my head forever. My head. Maybe what? like keeper of like my head. Army? Yeah, maybe. I that don't would, know. That would make sense, right? Like oh, keeper yeah. of my leaders. Let's go with that. The keeper of my leaders of peoples. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Oh, now Samuel oh, was dead? Oh, oh no, Wait, no, no. what? Uh, hold on, what? hold on. Wait, yeah, before Samuel we get to that, Samuel time. died last week. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> that should have been the first thing I said. Right. Like, and there Samuel no... died. Big That's... whoop, who cares? There was yeah. no build up or anything to it. No. no. No, okay, so I just looked in the message, and this, I'm oh, making okay. you Thank my goodness. head, means I'm making you my personal bodyguard. Oh, wow. So, like, okay. literally the guardian of my head being on my body. <laughs> So, okay, I'm I'm watching TNG right now, so he's basically Worf. I mean, Worf's not really the personal bodyguard. Worf's like the, he's the head of security. That's who yeah, I, like, David's close the head enough. of security. Okay, yeah, close to close that. Close enough. Yeah, okay. So, okay, now Samuel is dead, and all Israel had lamented him, but we didn't really see that, and buried him in <laughs> Ramah, even in his own city. Even in his own city. Saul had put away those who had familiar spirits and the wizards out of the land. The wizards? <sighs> those who had familiars. So like, yeah, witches oh, and wizards. Dang. That's awesome. So Saul did this. Saul was responsible for 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 kicking out all the witches and wizards and warlocks and booting Gandalf out on his ass. Correct? Yeah. Yes? Yeah, I think so. Sure. Wow. Okay. Wow. Cool. So the Philistines gathered themselves together and came and encamped in Shunem. And Saul gathered all Israel together and they encamped in Gilboa. When Saul, yeah. Yeah. when Saul saw the host of the Philistines, he was afraid and his heart trembled greatly. When Saul inquired of Yahweh, Yahweh didn't answer him, neither by dreams, nor by Urim, nor by prophets. Oh, so he tried all the different ways of getting in touch. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's like, a, I hit you God up on your really cell phone, care. on your landline, your email. I posted on your MySpace wall. <laughs> you didn't do your anything, dusty, you your dusty, dusty <laughs> spiderweb covered MySpace wall. Exactly. Uh-huh. Sorry. Somebody just tried to call me and I'm like, no. See, they're, okay. they're doing to you what Saul's trying mm-hmm. to do to Yahweh. Exactly. Exactly. I'm the Yahweh in the situation. See, I'm like, nope. <laughs> That that's it. Yahweh, Yahweh was recording a podcast. It's just like I'm exactly. sorry, I can't. Yahweh I can't had right much now. better things to do. <laughs> okay. Um, then said Saul to his servants, "Seek me a woman who has a familiar spirit that I may go to her and inquire of her." Oh, meaning uh-oh. like a witch. So he had already banished. Witch. He'd banished okay. all these witches and people with familiar spirits, and now he's like, "Okay, Yahweh isn't answering. Go find me one of them." Dang. Yeah. Okay. Well, That's not going to go over well. That's... No, definitely not. Mm. Definitely not. His servant said to him, Behold, there is a woman who has a familiar spirit at Endor on a moon oh, of Endor. In Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> she's <laughs> <Exactly>. an Ewok. <laughs> she's an Ewok. Okay. She's definitely played by an Ewok. Mm, oh, I okay. love it. Okay. That yeah. sounds great. Saul disguised himself and put on other clothing and went. He and two men with him. Okay. Hold and on. They... What? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What? I need to hear some bids for like what Saul disguised himself as. What oh. was he wearing? 
Um, <laughs> it's like at the at the start of Return of the Jedi when Luke like has on. Oh no, when Leia has on that cool outfit and she like has the voice box thing and she's oh, like when you she's are the bounty hunter goblinite oh, yes exactly yeah. i like that but he's got <laughs> a little voice modulator conspicuous. too yeah <laughs> just a tiny bit conspicuous but i like it though cool no i like it yeah that, that's definitely it okay so where was i um saul disguised himself and put on other clothing and went he and two men with him and they came to the woman by night and he said please divine to me by the familiar spirit and bring me up whoever i shall name to you okay so what does this mean like are they gonna create a person no like, or are they gonna like get him to come you, or summon, are they calling on yahweh somebody. it's like a seance you know it's like i want you to get in touch with some spirits for me i'm gonna tell you which spirits to get in touch with okay god's not gonna like this at all nah nah Dwayne the yeah. rock johnson hates seances for sure yeah uh so let's see where are we the woman said to him, Behold, you know what Saul has done, how he was, how he has cut off those who have familiar spirits and the wizards out of the land. Why then lay you a snare for my life and cause me to die? I see. So she's like, no, because Saul, who she doesn't realize is... She's like, this is entrapment. Right. Yeah. yeah. She's like, totally. you must be an undercover cop. You have to tell me. You're legally required you're, to tell you're me. You're a narc. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. Saul swore to her by Yahweh, saying, As Yahweh lives, there shall no punishment happen to you for this thing. And then said the woman, Whom shall I bring up to you? He said, Bring me up Samuel. <laughs> what? Mm. He did. When the that's woman saw... Emily, we're doing that's a seance. Because that's, they're a, that's the point, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, they're seancing. Is that the point of a seance? It's like, bring yeah, up the dead speak, people? Speak to spirits on what the is other it? side. What is it? The Ouija board. That's the one. <laughs> you know what I was talking about. <laughs> we saw you doing the little planchette moving around gesture. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I love mm-hmm. it. Bring me up, Samuel. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried with a loud voice, and the woman spoke to Saul, saying, Why have you deceived me? For you are Saul. The king well, said, oh, she knew. She knew, she knew. She's like, I know no one liked Samuel other than you. <laughs> well, wait, what about David? Oh, I yeah. guess but they didn't really hang out as much oh, yeah. as Samuel and Saul did. They, well, there was a period of time they were, they were hanging yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. He like brought up David, right? Kind of. Or no, also, wait. Cause no, unlike I'm, Princess Leia, Saul is like really tall. And so that uh, bounty hunter costume doesn't quite fit him mm-hmm. in exactly the same way that it would. And I think it's pretty obvious. But But it's interesting, though, that she doesn't notice who he is until she actually calls up Samuel. It's not like he said Samuel and she was like, aha, gotcha. But it's like she summoned the spirit of Samuel and Samuel and was like, like, Samuel, Samuel was like, anyone. Saul, what are you doing here? And then she figured <laughs> maybe, it out. Maybe it's because Samuel actually showed up. Maybe she was like, nah, Samuel, uh, I can't get him. That's, you know, I'll that's too sort of an ask. Really big deal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So the king said to her, don't be afraid for what do you see? The woman said to Saul, I see a god coming up out of the earth. A god? Is she talking about Samuel? Yeah. Hang on. Let me check some other translations here. Okay, this is 13. I hope that the message is much more spooky. I mean, this is fairly spooky. (laughs) This is fairly spooky. So the King James says, I saw gods, plural, ascending out of the earth. Uh, and the message says, 
says, I see a spirit ascending from the underground. So okay. it from seems the metro. like, yeah, I wonder if maybe the, the, like the words or the vocabulary terminology at this time was a little bit wishy-washy about like God's spirits, ghouls, ghosts. Maybe they don't have. Well, in its lowercase God. So it's not like, and we don't even mm. call God, God in this. We call him Yahweh. So, so it's, it's not like Yahweh. Sometimes we call him God, but yeah. Doing. Every now and then mm. it switches to God in this translation. Oh yeah. yeah. There it is. God is uppercased in a little bit. Okay. All right, fine. Capitalized. So lowercase, lowercase God, lowercase God here spirits. is okay. A God and just a lo- a lowercase God coming okay. up out of the earth. Okay, <laughs> got it. Okay. He said to her, "What form is he of?" <laughs> she said, "An old man comes up and he's covered with a robe." Saul perceived What's that it was Samuel, and he bowed with his face to the ground and did obese obeisance 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 obeisance. Yeah, we never quite landed on how to pronounce that. But yeah, he, he you know, supplicated. He bow, uh, bowed down and dogeza. Yeah, what is Japanese it? Dogeza. dogeza. Japanese yeah. dogeza. Yeah. Yes, you got it. Samuel said to Saul, why have you disquieted me to bring me up? Uh, okay, M, M, can we go back? Now, this is a ghost. Can you give us a little bit of a sort of a spooky spookier reading you know i used to do that and then the readers out there the listeners out there said that that was really annoying to them so yeah but this is okay but this is a short i feel like you're the only one who can do it no it was okay, only so long short passages ghosts. yeah all right this is just very brief ghost spooky voice let's hear it why have you disquieted me to bring me up that was oh, really wasn't good. The direction I was expecting you to go in, yeah. but it was good. I mean, what can I do? No, He's been underground awesome. for a while. He's over <laughs> it. He's like, excuse me, I'm sleeping now. I love it. Uh, okay. Saul answered, I am sore distressed for the Philistines make war against me and God has departed from me. Okay. Uppercase God, meaning Yahweh. <laughs> yeah. God has departed from me and answers me no more, neither by prophets nor by dreams. Therefore, I have called you that you may make me or may make known to me what I shall do. Samuel said, why then do you ask of me seeing Yahweh is departed from you and is become your adversary? Ooh, Jeez, I don't yikes. think that's what Saul wanted to hear. Yahweh has done to you as he spoke by me, and Yahweh has torn the kingdom out of your hand and given it to your neighbor, even to David. Because you didn't obey the voice of Yahweh and didn't execute his fierce wrath on Amalek, therefore has Yahweh done this thing to you this day. Or that day, like a while ago. So that's, yeah, I like that we're just sort of coming back to really all of this. His whole falling out with Yahweh was over his not slaughtering this whole town way yeah, back Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Uh, still oh, to kill the clincher. Yeah. yeah, he's continuing. Moreover, Yahweh will deliver Israel also with you into the hand of the Philistines, and tomorrow shall oh you and your sons be with me. <gasps> Whoa. Meaning he die, he oh. gonna die. That's awkward. Why why are you telling him this? He'd be like, Well, I'm staying home then. <laughs> right. Okay, I'm not well, going first anywhere. of all, I just wanna rewind the tape a little bit just to point out the fact that we are speaking to a ghost. Mm-hmm. A witch has actually called up a ghost. Uh, now that's weird. Yeah. Successfully. Yeah. The fact that like 
so much of the rhetoric is around like, no, nah, they're false gods, false prophets, not effective. Don't believe them. Kick them out of the they kingdom. They just want and you to yet, think that. They just want you at to At the think end that. of the day, if we got to call up a ghost, we can successfully call up a ghost. Like, that's kind of the bonkers part of this to me. Yeah. I mean, I wonder we. How people, yeah, like kind of do how they think about that in their mind. They're like, well, it's not real, but. It was real in the Bible during well, this time. Because that's the thing, is that if the story was that, like, she called up this ghost and this ghost was just, like, speaking nonsense about how great Saul was and how Samuel was like, yeah, and, like, I like ponies, and, like, it was just speaking, like, complete, utter nonsense, they'd be like, well, clearly she was faking it, or, like, there's some other apparition, or, like, she was conning him in some way. But the fact that Samuel's actual ghost, his yeah. actual not-living, not-breathing ghost, actually came to say some truth, I'm just, like, they just kind of gloss over that. Well, yeah, and it's 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 interesting too because if we think back though to previous times, like remember when uh, Pharaohs, his like wizards or magicians or whatever, could replicate oh, yeah. all the same stuff that Moses was doing. It's like again, again, if we're taking away all our sort of modern day sensibilities of what we've been taught about magic and gods and and all of that, and we're just trying to read the story as it's written. It's mm-hmm. like, no, this is absolutely a world where there are wizards and there's magic and that to, Yahweh, absolutely right. yeah. and Yahweh has forbidden it for his people. But that doesn't mean they don't exist. Like we've covered other gods exist. Like mm-hmm. it talks about them as if they exist. There's talking trees. Isn't that kind of what an ashram is? It's kind of like an ent. Okay, so we're going to the, the ashrams were kind of tree- Lord of the Rings. Sorry, I'm, in the, I'm smack in the middle of reading the two towers right now. So that's Ooh, where my head fun. is going. Look yeah. At you. Yeah. Right. But basically that I guess in this in this world, in the world of this telling, witches and wizards and all those things are real. They're just our enemies. Right. They're a threat. We shall not suffer them to live. We gotta kill them all. They're bad. But but they're legit. They're real. They're just they're just bad. (laughs) We're not allowed. Not at all. Uh oh yes. Okay. He has one more thing to say. Yahweh will deliver the host of Israel also into the hand of the Philistines. What's the host oh. of Israel? All of them. Like, all, all of them. them. All of them. All whole of Israel. Shebang. The whole, all the people. All the big, Hebrews. Big, the whole ball of wax. Yep. The full cool. Monty. Yeah. All right. Fun. <laughs> then Saul fell immediately his full length on the earth and was <laughs> so afraid. Like, it's just I just like, love it. He was like, ee- Yes, indeed. That's exactly what happened. His full length on the earth and was sore afraid because of the words of Samuel. And there was no strength in him, for he had eaten no bread all that day, nor all the night. Saul, Saul, you keep making the same mistake my mom always makes, which is not eating all day. Uh, Yeah, I This is the second time he's done that. Saul. Right before we started recording, I realized that it was already, you know, four in the afternoon and all I had eaten today was a piece of toast with peanut butter on it. I was like, Jeez. I wow. should eat before drinking. So I quickly crammed some food in my mouth. So I can relate to Saul here. Jeez. Well, maybe he was very busy. I don't know. Mm, yeah. Um, yes, but he fell his whole length, <laughs> which is really <laughs> a funny way to put it. The woman came to Saul. Oh, the the. The witch, the witch, came to Saul and said that he was sore troubled and said to him, behold, your handmaid has listened to your voice and I have put my life in my hand and have listened to your words which you spoke to me. Now, therefore, please listen also to the voice of your handmaid and let me set a morsel of bread before you and eat 
that you may have strength when you go on your way. Oh, that's get kind, the hell I guess. Out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, she's like, sure. hey, I'm risking my life for you because I know you've outlawed all of us and did what you said. Now listen to me and eat some bread. Now and she's now she's Glinda the Good Witch. Yeah, okay. no definitely. Right, she's nice. Right. But he refused and said, I will not eat. But his servants, together with the woman, constrained him, and he listened to their voice. So he arose from the earth and sat on the bed. The woman had a fattened calf in the house, and she hurried and killed it. Ugh. And she took flour and kneaded it and did bake unleavened bread of it. And she brought it before Saul and before his servants, and they ate. Then they rose up and went away that night. What a weird... Right. I did not That's... expect that to be the way that ended. No, me neither. It's the end of that chapter. I was expecting that he would then follow that up by having her executed. Or, oh, surely. I thought for sure that she or, was then going to be killed or exiled or something I'm glad like that. that that's not what happened. Goodness. Right. Or that she was then going to leverage that against him and be like, now you better do what I say or I'm going to tell everyone. Mm. But then instead it was like, no, she... You better bring me three eyes of newt <laughs> right. and four paws of a dog and exactly. a toadstool. <laughs> but instead, she just fed him all her best food and then they left. So, yeah, it's just weird. Maybe she felt sorry for him because he did just get a pronouncement that he and his sons were going to die. Yeah, it was his final meal. That is a bummer. Yeah. Because he's probably not going to eat again until tomorrow slash never. Maybe she's hoping that like this will help stave off him having the urge to kill the messenger by throwing a spear at them. Mm, Yeah, that's true. She's a scary spear. Yeah. Yeah, right. she's like, a hungry man is a dangerous man, so let's not... Yeah, okay. Let's not go there. A hungry Saul is a dangerous Saul, as the saying goes. Is Saul also among the... <laughs> the hung- prophets uh, the of prophets. <laughs> All right, chapter 29. Now, the Philistines gathered together all their hosts to Aphek's twin. Sorry, Aphek. Aphek. <laughs> I'm going to say Aphek's twin. Aphek? Okay, yep, Aphek's twin, yeah. Uh, all their hosts to Aphek's twin. And the Israelites encamped by the spring, which is in Jezreel. The lords of the Philistines passed on by the hundreds and by thousands. And David. And by thousands. (laughs) Yeah, both of those. And David and his men passed on in the rearward with Achish. The rearward? Right. So the Philistines were going by hundreds and thousands, and David, who's with the philistines he's like pretending to be with the philistines is in the back of that group i guess with Achish, the the king the guy yeah Okay. okay then said the princes of the philistines what do these hebrews here (laughs) oh about david probably like here or or here like what do these hebrews here like what why are they what the hell are they doing yeah exactly oh what like why why are they here okay yeah okay achish said to the princes of the philistines isn't this david the servant of saul the king of israel who's been with me these days or rather these years and I have found <laughs> no fault in him since he fell away to me this to since he fell away to me to this day. So he's been upstanding Philistine citizen the whole time. Great. That's what he thinks, at least. Okay. But the princes of the Philistines were angry with him. Mm, Understandable. They know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> what I mean, hell, man? He's killed so many of their people. Oh, for sure. And Goliath. 
And the princes of the Philistines said to him, Make the man return, that he may go back to his place where you have appointed him, and let him not go down with us to battle, lest in the battle he should become an adversary to us. For with what should this fellow reconcile himself to his Lord? Should it not be with the heads of these men? Us us men, I guess, is what they're saying. So they think that David's going to turn on them. Right. He's going to try to win his loyalty mm. back to Saul by uh, betraying right. all of them. Yeah, right. I doubt that somehow, but maybe. I don't know. Uh, I, mean, I actually David think did... they, they might be correct. Yeah, I think, th- I think that like, they're yeah, actually not they so stupid. I think that they right. have, they're onto something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So lest he turn on us. Is not this David, of whom they sang one to another in dances, saying Saul has slain thousands, David his ten thousands? <laughs> oh, they got They got to put that one that back in. Just like got to throw that in there. It's yet classic. Again. It's an international top hit. forty. Every, it's their everyone knows it. International top forty. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> then Ahish called David and said to him, "As Yahweh lives, you have been." It's weird that if he's a Philistine, that he's saying as Yahweh lives, but I guess sort of out of respect for his God, I don't know. As Mm. Yahweh lives, you have been upright and you're going out and you're coming in with me in the host is good in my sight. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Remember we covered this before that going in and going out is sex, going out and going in is battle. Coming in and coming out is battle. Coming out, going out, going out and coming in, going out and coming in is battle. Is battle okay? But going okay, so in and then out battling. is sex. We've I'm pretty sure we've established this. Great, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll try to remember that distinction next time. Right, right. For I have not found evil in you since the day of your coming to me to this day. Nevertheless, the lords don't favor you. Therefore, uh oh, which lords? Like the lords that are there around yeah. them. The, okay. other, the other princes, the, the, yeah, the Philistine like, mm, Don't like this guy. Right. Uh, yeah. They accurately do not trust David. Therefore, totally. therefore now return and go in peace that you not displease the lords of the Philistines. David said to Achish, but, but what have I done? And what have you found in your servant so long as I have been before you to this day that I may not go and fight against the enemies of my lord, the king? It's really buttering him up, really yeah, trying seriously, to win him over. Leaning into it. Ahish answered David, I know that you are good in my sight. I'm imagining he's sort of touching his face while he says this, you know? Wait, like, David's touching Ahish's face? No, Ahish is touching David's face, being oh, like, okay. I okay. know. I know that you are good in my sight as an angel of God. And he kind of kisses wow. him lightly on the forehead. This is this is played by Tony Dalton, by the way. That's the decision we came to. Who's okay, Tony great. Dalton again? Lalo oh, oh, that's Lalo, Lalo, Lalo yeah. Salamanca. Cool. <laughs> this is, that's even better then. Yeah, he's like holding both hands on his face, kisses him on the forehead, an angel of God. Notwithstanding, <laughs> the princes of the Philistines have said... Oh, oh sorry. Notwithstanding, the princes of the Philistines have said... He shall not go up with us to the battle. Therefore, now rise up early in the morning with the servants of your Lord who have come with you. And as soon as you are up early in the morning and have light, depart. So David rose up early, he and his men, to depart in the morning and return into the land of the Philistines. The Philistines went up to Jezreel, which we established earlier is where the Israelites are. 
So okay. like, yes, so they're yes, going to correct. battle now. They're going to the Israelites. Oh, but boy. then David went back home to the Philistine lands. So um, I'm I'm curious if he might still he like, have a plan. Yeah, is he trying to overthrow Saul? Is this what's happening here? That's David is slippery. Yeah, it's real David slippery. is I kind think, of slippery, like more slippery just, than you would have thought. Previously. I think he's just trying to survive at this point, and it's really just like whoever can give him the best deal at this I point. I don't know because we we we've been shown that David is such a brilliant strategist. Mm-hmm. So I think he's got a plan. It's interesting well, okay. though that thinking okay, just like not reading ahead, not knowing what's going to happen exactly, is that Samuel did say. The you know ghost Samuel did say that also you and like you're gonna die and all the hosts of Israel will go into the hands of the Philistines. Oh, so the Philistines. But, the but they also win? said the the sons were gonna die. Well, yes, yeah, Saul and his sons are gonna die. Oh gosh, I hope that Jonathan doesn't die. Oh but it's no, Jonathan. Oh no, this could oh, be no, tragic. The implications. I was just gonna say though that what if the Philistines capture them and then David somehow does a little coup and takes over the Philistines. And that's kind of how he then rules all of them. Okay. That's not a bad (laughs) prediction. That's not a bad prediction. I would love to hear from all y'all in the chat joining us live, what your predictions are for what David's move is exactly here. Right. Wow. Okay. That's the first of our two, the first two of our four chapters for today. Chapter 30. Okay. It happened when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had made a raid on the south and on Ziklag and had struck Ziklag and burned it with fire and had taken captive the women and all who were therein, both small and great. They didn't kill any, but carried them off and went their way. Wow. So they're mind just, us, like, just holding them through. high in the air. Like, <laughs> we're taking you, but we're not going to kill you. Uh, when David and his men came to the city, behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken mm. captive. Oh, no. yeah. Wow. It's no good. Yikes. Not, not great. Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. David's two wives were taken captive. Oh, no. Ahinoam, the Jezreelitess, and Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Carmelite. Oh, oh dang. Oh, David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters, but David strengthened himself in Yahweh his God. I guess that makes sense. Everyone's like, wow, David got us into this mess, and so we should... Right, this is his fault. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is all his fault. Mob rule. Okay. Uh, David said to Abiathar, the priest, the son of Ahimelech, please bring me here the ephod. Abiathar brought there the ephod to David. Okay, he's going to do some casting of runes. Cool. Right. Classic. Yeah, here we go. David inquired of Yahweh, saying, If I pursue after this troop, shall I overtake them? <laughs> he answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them and shall yeah. without fail mm. recover all. <laughs> Clearly. <clears throat> that's, some good, that's some good dice rolling. Yeah. Definitely. He so, was 20 on that one. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So David went, he and the 600 men who were with him, and came to the brook Besor, where those who were left stayed behind. Who those? Those who were left behind stayed. But David pursued, he and 400 men, for 200 stayed behind, who were so faint that they couldn't go over the brook Besor. Mm. Are they what? also not Why eating? Why were they faint? What is going on? Are they sad? Are they just too sad? 
They can't, they can't oh, get yeah, over the maybe. brook. I yeah. was thinking it's because they had just marched. I guess it took them three days to get back there from where they were with the they other Philistine. They probably haven't had any bread either. Right. Yeah, probably yeah. not. They found an Egyptian in the field and brought him huh. to David. Well, we haven't seen one of those in a while. Yeah. They're like, you'll know what to do with him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David and gave him bread. And he ate. And they gave him water to drink. How nice of them. They gave him a piece of a cake of figs and two clusters of raisins. It Another just keeps going. <laughs> Another Fig Newton. That's great. <laughs> uh, okay, two clusters of raisins. And when he had eaten, his spirit came again to him, for he had eaten no bread nor drunk any water three days and three nights. Jeez. Why? Like, no one's eating right now. Is, no, maybe... I know. Why is everyone fasting? <laughs> yeah. David said to him, to whom belong you and whence are you? <laughs> <laughs> wait what to who belong you like he belongs to someone i guess there's something about this guy that's indicating that he's a servant or a slave oh, maybe. Okay. he is an egyptian here in the philistine or maybe it's lands. like what faction are you with mm, maybe yeah what yeah, the hell are you doing here but yeah i'm still i'm thinking slave because he's an egyptian and he's in philistine territory okay Right? Like, we're not in okay. Egypt right now. We're pretty far from yes. it. Yes. No, we're definitely not in Egypt right now. Okay. He said, I am a young man of Egypt, servant to an Amalekite, and mm. my master left me because three days ago I fell sick. We made a raid on the south of the Cherethites and on that which belongs to Judah and on the south of Caleb, and we burned Ziklag with fire. Oh, uh-oh. So he was with the people who burned down Ziklag and oh, carried no. off all right. the ladies. And yeah. David said to him, will you bring me down to this troop? He said, swear to me by God that you will neither kill me nor deliver me up into the hands of my master, and I will bring you down to this troop. Oh, he doesn't want to be back with his master? No, he's like, these Fig Newtons are way too good. (laughs) I I know which side (laughs) I'm picking. Let me stay with you. (laughs) When he had brought him down, behold, they were spread abroad over all the ground, eating and drinking and dancing because of all the great spoil that they had taken out of the land of the Philistines and out of the land of Judah. David struck them from the twilight, even to the evening of the next day, and there not a man of them escaped, except 400 young men who rode on camels and fled. What? <laughs> I love that. Not a, not Nobody <laughs> escaped, except for like these random 400, like 400 people. They got but... them camels and ran. Oh, oh my goodness. gosh. That's amazing. Wait, I'm sorry. I missed this. Who did they go to? Who were the ones who were like doing some fun dances? Okay, the Amalekites. The Amalekites, yes. yes. Who are. Dancing. So the Amalekites are Philistines, I think. They're, or, or maybe someone else. I think they're someone else. Okay. But they were because, the ones that, that he was raiding. There's a yeah. line that they were dancing because of the great spoil that they had taken out of the land of Philistines and out of the mm. land of Judah. So I think okay. this is a third party. Both. Okay. I see. Yes. So these are this is a different group, but they were the ones that David was raiding. Yes. So he wasn't raiding yes. other Philistines. He was raiding he was other raiding people, the but telling Achish that he was raiding the Israelites. Right. Got oh. it. Okay. Okay. I did want to point out that in the message here, on that line of David attacked them, Again, going back to this analogy that uh, apparently the message loves using, it says, David pounced, period. <laughs> He's a little tiger. He's a little tiger. He's a little kitty. Okay. Okay, so no man escaped except for 400 of them. <laughs> On camels. <laughs> Just so you know. Camels. David recovered all that the Amalekites had taken, and, res- and David rescued his two wives. 
Wow. Uh, oh, good. There was nothing, nothing lacking to them, neither small nor great, neither sons nor daughters, neither spoil nor anything that they had taken to them. David brought back all. Wow. David wow. took all the flocks and the herds, which they drove before those other cattle, and said, this is David's spoil. David came to the 200 men who were so faint that they could not follow David, whom also they had made to abide at the brook Besor. And they went forth to meet David and to meet the people who were with him. And when David came near to the people, he greeted them. Then answered all the wicked men and base fellows of those who went with David and said, because they didn't go with us, we will not give them anything of the spoil that we have recovered, oh, except man. to every man, his wife and his children, that he may lead them away and depart. <laughs> but they're not going to get any of the, like, spoils of war. That's well, that's, what the, that's what the I wicked see, yeah. dudes are saying. Oh, the, okay. Are saying they don't deserve any of the spoil other than their own wives and children because they didn't come along with us because they were crybabies. Mm. Can, can I, the, the message version of this is quite delightful this is like prime <laughs> prime sort of message really trying to make it relatable okay Let's hear it. so then david came to the 200 who had been too tired to continue with him and had dropped out at the brook basor they came out to welcome david and his band and he came near he called out and his band in his merry band his merry men yeah his oh, band okay. and he came <laughs> as he came near he called out success <laughs> but all the mean-spirited men who had marched with mm. david the rabble element in parentheses or, uh, like comma the rabble element and another comma objected they didn't help in the rescue they don't get any of the plunder we recovered each man can have his wife and children but that's it take them and go <laughs> the rabble wow. element yeah i love it then said david you shall not do so, my brothers, with that which Yahweh has given to us, who has preserved us and delivered the troop that came against us into our hand. Who will listen to you in this matter? For as his share is who goes down to the battle, so shall his share be who tarries by the baggage. They shall share alike. I think I got okay. the gist of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> It was so from that day forward that he made it a statute and an ordinance for Israel to this day. Okay, so huh. it's kind of like we all split tips at the end of the night. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. I understand. Okay. I think is the idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when David came to Ziklag, he sent of the spoil to the elders of Judah, even to his friends, saying, Behold, a present for you of the spoil of the enemies of Yahweh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh -huh. To those who are in Bethel, and to those who are in Ramoth of the south, and to those who are in Jatir, and to those who are in Aror, and to those who are in Sifmoth, and to those who are in Eshtemoa, and to those who are in Rakal, and to those who are in the cities of the Jeremielites, and to those who are in the oh cities gosh. of the Kenites, and to those who are in Horma, Goodness. and to those who are in Horashan, <sighs> and to those who are in Athak, and to those who are in Hebron, and to all the places where David himself and his men used to stay. You know, the Econolodge on Route 66. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what did they give him? Wait, uh, he gave, like, spoils to all the places? All his friends. All his friends, oh. I guess, in all the cities that maybe housed him and his men. Okay. Goodness. Perhaps. Wow. <laughs> and the Econolodge. Oh, my gosh. 
<laughs> it's been a while since we've had a big, long, repetitive list like that. Yeah, seriously. This is a nice callback. That's yeah, good. that's pretty impressive. Good. Wow. I hope everyone drank for that. Uh, I can't believe we didn't realize this earlier, but this chapter that I'm about to read is the last chapter of First Samuel. Oh, oh what? Jeez. Gosh. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Gosh. Yeah. Okay. Whoa. Okay, Just everyone. Next abrupt. week, we're Cheers on to, to Second Samuel, Second. the return of Samuel, as Emily likes Samuel to call Samuel, colon, yeah. two. Are we... Question. Samuel are we, gets resurrected. Are we keeping <laughs> the same theme music for both Samuel books? I was thinking we switch. I'm thinking we switch. Yeah, you want to switch it up? Well, yeah. Okay. Right. So if anyone has... Find that one. Yeah, if anyone has sort of thoughts about what the theme for second samuel should be if you maybe know anything about sort of what the overarching themes of that are uh let me know and i'll and i'll try to find something good that fits that okay and with that the final chapter of first samuel david origin stories (laughs) the the david knight rises the king david rises there we go three david knight (laughs) (laughs) okay All right, here we go. 1 Samuel chapter 31. I almost started reading from the message. I love doing that. I love doing that. (laughs) Dedeker enjoyed doing it from the NIV that one time. (laughs) Now, the Philistines fought against Israel, and the men of Israel fled from before the Philistines and fell down slain on Mount Gilboa. Uh The Philistines followed hard on Saul and on his sons, and the Philistines killed jonathan no oh no (sighs) no they can't kill jonathan he's not in love it just did but this is like game of thrones anyone's at risk at any time and the philistines killed jonathan and abinadab (laughs) and malchishua the sons they don't matter matter. (laughs) only jonathan all three of saul's sons killed the battle went sore against Saul, and the archers overtook him, and he was greatly distressed by reason of the archers. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> shit. I just watched my yeah, three children clearly. get slain, but I'm more concerned about the fact that like, oh, there's a lot of archers around yeah, me. Jeez. I'm going to look like a pincushion in a second here. Yeah. <sighs> R.I.P. Jonathan. Okay, oh. then, then Saul said to his armor bearer, draw your sword. And thrust me through therewith, lest these uncircumcised come and thrust me through and abuse me. Oh, okay. So, uh, okay. yes. Yeah. I guess because he's. Know, he has to avoid the, dishonor of being killed by the wow. enemy. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, well, he's doing like. That's another Japanese thing. What is it? Yeah, almost, almost like a seppuku, but that's when you do it yeah. yourself. Right. No, yeah. this is. He's asking this guy to kill him. It's, it reminds me of. Um, who was it that when the rock got dropped on him by the woman and he was like you kill me so that they say right. that it was oh, yeah, you and that not guy. that woman exactly that did it. the fat guy uh-huh. who also covered yeah. his feet nope different guy nope different guy i don't know <laughs> no then. yeah that was that was a story from judges that guy who was like oh i can't let people know that a woman killed me right mm. so you you gotta yeah. stab me yeah so it yeah. sounds a little bit like that but i yeah i can't let people know that these uncircumcised men killed me mm-hmm. and yeah. then also that he said and abuse me makes me think that well yeah he's the king he's the leader so if they're gonna like take it out on someone and like i don't know cut off his big toes or like the things that they do to kings that they capture they're probably gonna do that to him too so yeah okay Okay. but 
His armor bearer would not, for he was sore afraid. Therefore, Saul took his sword and fell on it. I see. So he so did. It was, Literally, yeah, it was more fell of a on his sword. situation. Wow. When his armor bearer saw that Saul was dead, he likewise fell on his sword and died with him. Oh, what? Jeez. True love. Gosh. Wow. Yeah. Well, we did learn that the armor bearer relationship seems to be a very, very important bonded relationship between it does, men. Yeah, it does seem to be a very intimate relationship. That's true. Huh. So Saul died, and his three sons, and his armor bearer. Oh, and all his men <laughs> that same day together. <laughs> oh, okay. also everybody. Just everyone. Just everyone. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 When the men of Israel, who were on the other side of the valley, and those who were beyond the Jordan, saw that the men of Israel fled, and that Saul and his sons were dead, they forsook the cities and fled. Mm. And the Philistines came and lived in them. It happened on the next day, when the Philistines came to strip the slain, that they found Saul and his three sons fallen on Mount Gilboa. They cut off his head and stripped off his armor and sent into the land of the Philistines roundabout to carry the news to the house of their idols and to the people. They put his armor in the house of the Ashtaroth. Oh, Beyonce's mm. back. Oh, yeah, fun. They put his armor in the house of the Ashtaroth, and they fastened his body to the wall of Beth Shan. Whoa. Jeez. Wow, dark. When the inhabitants of Jabesh Gilead heard concerning him that which the Philistines had done to Saul. Let me try that sentence again. (laughs) When the inhabitants of Jabesh Gilead heard concerning him that which the Philistines had done to Saul, comma, all the valiant men arose and went all night and took the body of Saul and the bodies of his sons from the wall of Beth Shan. And they came to Jabesh and burnt them there. They took their bones and buried them under the tamarisk tree in Jabesh and fasted seven days. Okay. So that's kind of the closest thing they got to like a proper funeral, right? Yeah. So I guess they like snuck in and stole these bodies so that they could do some kind of a funeral for them. Seems that way. So it seems to be. Wow. And that's it. That's the end of First Samuel. Wow. Gosh. I mean, okay, wow. I will say, very cinematic Dark. ending to the middle of a, a, a continuing series. It's like a, sure. it's like Age of Ultron, or wait, wait the no, uh, you know what I mean. The second to last one of the Avengers series. Infinity War? Will y'all tell me? Infinity War. Wait, Infinity War is the last one. Oh, last Endgame. One is You're Endgame. right. It was Infinity okay, War. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Daniel. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Gosh. Yes. So, okay. Infinity War. Yes. This is like Infinity War and maybe Samuel's second return of Samuel is Endgame. <laughs> okay. So Gosh. there's going to be Rest a in, lot okay. of time travel that happens in second Samuel. Definitely. But definitely. just... Not only R.I.P. to Jonathan, but R.I.P. to Adam Driver as Kylo Ren as Saul. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're oh, right. Boy. Yeah. He started Gosh. out with such promise, as such a tall, promising boy, a tall, handsome, promising boy. Yeah. Well, and here he is. I Ben Solo to Kylo Ren. There he went. Yeah. Sad. I've, I've said this before, and now that we've finished the story of Saul, I'm going to say it again. I think a movie version or a TV show version of the life of Saul would be so good. Would be so good. Because we really get to see this whole arc from, you know, uh, coming from relatively little to being chosen to be the first ever king of Israel, trying to do right, trying to be merciful, 
and then being punished for it and then slowly sort of being driven mad by that and by this idea that everything's being taken from you that you clutch more and more to it it's like exactly the arc of all the shows that are popular in the last few it's years true. you know mm-hmm. it's true. of this kind yeah. of like slow turn to the dark side in a way mm-hmm. yeah true anti-hero stuff there yeah Pretty intense yeah. wow wow well i guess uh then samuel 2 is all about what david the, david david, david being yeah yeah, Davy Crockett being <laughs> king and stuff because definitely Saul and none of his kids well, are going to be the king. But where do we go from here? Because it's like the Philistines have really done a number on the Israelites. Mm-hmm. They took all Maybe their cities. It's rebuilding. Well, yeah. Okay, here's my prediction that then basically it's not like Saul dies and then the kingdom goes to David because clearly the kingdom's been taken over and dispersed. But it's that David is going to come in and sort of, you know, Braveheart style, like unite all the tribes and then like re-earn their freedom or whatever. Mm. And that's how he'll Well, it didn't end very well for him in Braveheart. <laughs> okay, yeah, so well, all right, maybe that's, that's a bad, bad example. We'll see what happens, but yeah. Oh, do, do you think we're ever, we're going to get any kind of acknowledgement or scene of David learning that Jonathan's been killed? Oh, oh I don't know. Because how can he stay loyal to the Philistines after they've killed Jonathan? Like, Maybe well, that's what. Well, it's, an all, it's a ruse, isn't it? does seem to be a ruse, but yeah, but maybe yeah. learning of the death of Jonathan was what's going to like send him into a, a, you know, a rage of motivation that then he's going to kill them all. That is very Braveheart. I mean, it is that classic trope of like the death That's of true. a female mm-hmm. partner is what spurs the our male hero into action. Or like Gladiator oh, yeah. or yeah, tons of movies exactly. follow that, that trope. So yeah. yeah. So Jonathan, though, in this case is the lover who dies and sparks real motivation. Like, I mean, he's been sad yeah. about some other things, but Jonathan dying, I think it's going to be like mm. when it becomes real for David. Yeah. 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 That'd be yeah. good. Wow. Even if that doesn't happen, that's going in our movie. Our movie's going to flesh <laughs> okay. out oh, that, I see. that relationship I see. a little. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to like just add a little bit of exposition there to him, like being all, <laughs> let's uh, become the real David. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe that would be kind of how the, the next movie after this, like the second Samuel movie would start, would be with, you know, some sort of really uh, moving music happening and all in silence. And we're he's seeing, holding the we're body hearing, of Jonathan. It, right. Or like his clothes or whatever's left of him, you know, are going to his grave and he's crying and because they burned their bodies. Remember, they they burned their yeah. bodies and took him away. But he finds out and we see him. And that's what sparks the start of the second movie. Oh, that's going to be so good. I can't wait to watch all these movies that we're going to make. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Sounds good. Well, all right. I'm looking forward to moving on to second samuel we didn't really know i i mean dedeker and i certainly didn't know like when we started this episode that this was going to be the end of first samuel we've done it we've we've finished another book in the bible it's very exciting amazing yeah and so if you want to come next week to our episode of second samuel one second samuel (laughs) colon two the return one the first chapter yeah then join us on Wednesday. We're doing it at uh, yeah at five as well Pacific Standard Time. Same time. DrunkBibleStudy.com/slash/live. Yeah, same time, but one day earlier next week. So cool. 
tune in for that on Wednesday. We'll, we'll, we'll send post out, about we'll it. We'll send too. out an invite in the, the Facebook group, the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship group. Yeah. yeah. So definitely come to join us and join us for that. So thank you all out there for joining us for Bible Study today. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including ad-free episodes, early releases, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a minute to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group and then find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is produ- created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and Emily Matlack, me. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Onan from their hel- album Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. Nice.